Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Lake podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. I'm your host, Cheyenne Bearson, and today we have Amber Lewis on with us. Today, we're going to discuss all things scalloping. Amber, how's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. So happy to have you on the podcast. Well, I'm happy to be here. So can you give us a brief overview of yourself? Tell us who you are, what you like to do in the Salt Life world, and basically just all about you. Okay. Um, so I am born and raised in South Florida. Um, so I love the water, obviously, and the sunshine. Um, I love anything outdoors. My salty activities include all surfing, fishing, and diving. Um, I've spent most of my life surfing, and that's, I feel like, my true passion. And then in the lot for about, I've been diving also for about 10 years. And I got my advanced scuba certification and my level one free diving in the in that time. And so just anything new and that involves the water and the outdoors, I'm all about it. That's so cool. And I've heard from people in the past that you are an amazing surfer. I haven't had the chance to see you myself, but I do follow along with your Instagram posts and stuff. So I see little blips of your good surfing. Yeah, it's actually been um, really fun lately, too. And I'm finally done with school and everything. So I've been able to get out there more. And over like last week, it was like eight to 10. It was huge. And then it finally calmed down and got glassy. It was still cold, though, which I don't love the cold. (laughs) But um, it was awesome. So it felt good to get out there. Oh, that's great. Do you have to wear a wetsuit? I should have wore a wetsuit, but I I was like, oh, the sun's out. It won't be it won't be so cold. And then everybody was in a wetsuit. And I was like, yep, it's that time. <laughs> but um, next time I go out, I'll probably wear my wetsuit for sure. OK, so you've got to get some surfing in over the last couple of weeks. Have you been able to do any fishing? So we haven't been fishing as much. And usually I feel like that kind of happens in the winter just because the seas are rough and everything. Um, so I feel like it's more and even diving, you know, sometimes you'll catch it flat or whatever, but, um, it's mostly I'm focused in on surfing for the winter. And then when summer rolls around, it's all about fishing and diving. (laughs) Got to take advantage of the seasons while they're here. Right. So let's jump into scalloping. When was the last time you were able to go? So we went last season and I went with my family and we actually I've done it a few different ways, but this last time we took a private charter and we did the scalp fishing combo where we went in the morning and we went snapper fishing and then in the afternoon we went scalloping. So that was pretty cool. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways you could do it, um, but the private charter was definitely really cool, especially if you want to be like exclusive with just you and your family. Or you could go on a charter with um, a bunch of friends and rent a whole pontoon boat out. Um, or you could just take your own private boat too, but, uh, that was a new experience for me. So it was really nice. Um, especially just having the captain and it's just you guys. It's pretty cool. So did you fish in the morning and then scallop in the afternoon or vice versa? So we went out fishing first and caught little mangrove snappers. And then once, uh, my daughter was over that and so it was pretty hot. She was like ready to get going. We were like, all right, let's go head in and, uh, scallop. So then we went and scalloped and it was, it was awesome. It was great. The clarity was good. It was fun. We got, um, 
we didn't get our limit, but we, we did pretty good. <laughs> That's good. It's always a fun day when you get to spend it on the water with your family. So intro to scalloping, what is it? And why is it so fun and such a big attraction for people? Well, it takes place on the West Coast of Florida. Um, and I think that, I mean, it depends really who you go with, but I think that it a lot of people like it because there's not a lot of gear you need for it. Um, it's pretty simple diving. It's not deep water. So it's easy for the kids to get into. It's really relaxing. It can be relaxing or it can kind of be like a party too. You know, if you take the pontoon boat out and like have a big crew, there's just a lot of downtime. If you want to get in and get out, I just feel like it's definitely there's it's kind of something everyone can do. So it's it's really popular. So one of our last conversations you and I had about scalloping, because I love to scallop my family and I usually go every year. We've done it for the last like, oh boy, probably 12 or 15 years now. And you had mentioned it's like a treasure hunt. And I think that's a great way of explaining it. Yes. So it's basically like an underwater treasure hunt. Um, And that's another thing that I think that might be my personal favorite um, when I'm out there doing it because it's just, it's so exciting. You're like underwater just looking for these. Um, well, it, they're, they're, the scallops are kind of similar to oyster or a clam if you're unfamiliar with what they look like. Um, and when they're out there in the water, they have their like mouth open and you could see all their eyes, which is really cool. And I think one of my favorite things about it too, the first time I ever went scalloping was watching them swim because a lot of people don't even know that they can swim. And I didn't at the time either. So that was uh, definitely one of my favorite things. They are so cool to look at underwater. They have their little blue eyes that are just like, glowing and it is they can if they want to get away they're pretty quick with their kind of shooting back motion that they do and i know when we go we are usually on grassy flats and so they'll actually kind of like hide themselves a little bit in the grass sometimes yeah the first time it took me a while the first time i went and i was looking for you know, in the grass and I wasn't seeing them. But then once you find your first one, they always say like, you're good after that, you'll start seeing them. And I feel like that couldn't be more true. I was like, okay, now I have an idea of what it looks like. And um, it's also really great when the grass is like standing straight up because you could see better um, at high tide. So that's really nice too. Uh, I learned that. And um, it's yeah. And if you pick them up around the back, usually it's a little bit easier to not have them like swim away. Uh, but yeah, if they want to get away from you, they totally can. They swim pretty fast. Yeah. And just like anything with diving, as you know, you've got to develop an eye for it. It takes a, a few minutes, sometimes even like an hour or so, like, okay, to dial in your eye for that specific thing you're looking for. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I feel like shark tooth hunting is kind of that way too. It took me a while to get good at shark tooth hunting. And now I like I can find so many easily. Got to have that laser focused vision. Yeah, for sure. You had mentioned that you don't need a whole lot of gear when you're scalloping. Can you tell us a little bit about what you like to use or that you've used in the past that worked for you? 
Yeah. So I don't like to use a lot of gear actually at all. So this is like perfect, but I was a lifeguard for a really long time and my lifeguard fins to fin um, are like these short rubber fins and they're actually great for scalloping. So I would always bring those um, and then your favorite mask and snorkel, of course, and then a little mesh bag to, you know, put all your treasure in. Um uh, the scallops. <laughs> um, and, uh, that's pretty much it. But those are my favorite fins. I don't, you wouldn't want to use like a free dive fin that would hurt your ankles. It's super shallow. It's only like, uh, eight to 10 feet at max. So something that's really comfortable is important because you're going to be out there for a while. Yeah. I actually always use my free dive fins because I don't have an extra pair of fins. And it's a little bit of a craft not stirring up the water. Because if you need to like turn around or pick one up off the bottom, you kind of just have to let yourself sink. (laughs) So you're not thrashing around down there and kind of bounce off the bottom. No, yeah, I can imagine stirring up the bottom and everything would make it a lot more difficult for sure. Yeah, speaking of stirring up the bottom, it's important to have good water clarity, right? Yeah. So if you just jump in, which a lot of people do and they don't know, um, you, you're not that deep. So you hit the bottom and then you've stirred up all the silt and you're, it, it's like a cloudy mess and you can't see anything. So you actually have to swim away and look for scallops there and wait till it settles and you can come back to the boat, see if you missed anything. But that's super important. And when we were actually on the private charter, he would check different spots and be like, oh, the clarity is not great here. That's another cool thing about taking a private charter. You know, there you're taking the guesswork out of what spots are good and stuff. So he put us on some nice spots where the clarity was perfect and we were able to have a better time, get more scallops that way. That's awesome. And on the West Coast of Florida, that's where most of or all of the scalloping goes down. Do you have a few best locations on the West Coast that you feel are good for scalloping? Um, so we always go to Crystal River or Homosassa. Those are like kind of the more popular ones. Um, and it, we tend to always have a really great time there. Um, so I'll go ahead and say those two places for sure. Um, I know there's another there uh, other people go to like Tampa and different places, but um, do, do you usually go to Crystal River, too? Yeah, we do. And we've been to I don't know if I'm saying it right. Steinhatchie or Steinhatchie before. And that was good, too. OK, yeah, I heard about them, but I never explored over there. Um, but yeah, we usually, there's usually a lot of charters too. You can book out of there for people that have never done it. You could just look up like crystal river scalloping adventures, stuff like that. And so many things are going to come up, but it's kind of like, I will say on the West coast, it's kind of like going back in time. Like everybody's moves a little slower. Everyone's a little bit more behind in the times. Even some of the resorts over there, um, are very like old fashioned, Yeah, I personally love it. It's the old Florida vibe. It's a lot of woods and oaks with the moss. And like you were saying, everything's a little bit less hustle and bustle and a lot less materialistic, in my opinion. Yeah, no, absolutely. But I think it's important that people kind of know that before they go because, you know, everything kind of looks different when everyone's posting online and stuff. So it's definitely it's a good family trip, too. It's not only, you know, just like partying or whatever. Very true. And I can attest for the non-partying side because 
My family doesn't party at all. So uh, we don't drink, we don't party. And it's definitely like so nice to go over there, get away from everything. And we kind of will go off on our own away from the boats. But a lot of the times we find that being closer to the boats in this case scenario, scalloping does actually help because there's not going to be 20 boats next to each other for no good reason. Um, So they like to, you know, get together and have fun, but also the scallops are in that area. So if you kind of wander off on your own into some deeper depths, you're probably not going to have as good a luck. Yeah, definitely. Which is another reason why I think some, if you're new at it, it would be good to take a charter out. Yeah, that, that sounds like a lot of fun too, because the flats are different. It's location. Where are you going to go if you don't know the area? So just to get your bearings with the charter is probably a really good idea. Do you know what the the season guidelines are as far as month to month? So as far as I know, scallop season starts in July and that's kind of like opening when everybody goes. And sometimes that could be the best because, you know, it's been closed for months and then it runs through September, I believe. Um, and, uh, towards the end of September. So that's like the time range that you want to go. Yes, definitely. And opening as close to opening weekend you can get is the better, right? For the amount of scallops that you're going to see. Yeah, for sure. And I've definitely gone later in the season too and still had a pretty good outcome. So sometimes after the big first rush comes in, you could still get out. So don't think, oh, I missed opening. I can't go. Like I've been late in the season and still had a good time. But yeah, of course, going during opening, it's a different vibe. It's exciting. Um, Everybody's out there and you're going to definitely get more scallops. Good to know. Did you guys clean the scallops yourself or did your guide do that for you? So if you do book a private charter, he will go ahead and clean your scallops. Scallops are, you know, a lot to shuck and clean. So we jumped right in there and started cleaning them with him. Um, Some people, you don't have to, but um, I think it's fun. I think it's fun and um, it's all a part of it. You know, you can't just get off the boat and then your scallops are ready. I mean, you could, I guess, but... (laughs) I like to do everything, you know, proper, like, okay, now it's time to clean the boat. Now it's time to clean the scallops. Like we got to do it all. It really is all part of the experience. And you get to know that little extra layer of what goes into it, not only when you're scalloping for yourself, but when you order scallops out at a restaurant, because the little base scallops um, that are targeted during scallop season are only about the size of a dime, maybe, right? And so when you think about how many scallops you have to take. They have a little scalloping knife with a very small little blade. You can use a butter knife or a spoon, but it's a lot of work to get the guts off, get the eyes off. And then you end up with this little tiny reward and you have to do like a hundred of them to make a meal. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, (laughs) So that's definitely challenging because you're like, okay, I need a lot and it takes a while to clean them. You can also, they have little like places you can take them to get shucked if you want to just drop them off or whatever in town. But um, it's definitely you're working for it. We talked about cleaning the scallops. What is your favorite way to cook them? So I love scallops in any type of pasta, Um, just even a basic pasta recipes such as like um, some angel hair pasta with salt and pepper, spinach, butter, garlic, um, cherry or grape tomatoes, maybe a little white wine, or you can substitute 
for um, uh, chicken broth if you don't want to use white wine. Um, anything like that, that's like one of my favorite ways to have them. Um, you can look up recipes as well. And I've tried a couple different ones and they all came out amazing. Oh, that sounds so good. We like to put them back in the shell just because they look really cute in there and even more delicious somehow. Then like put a little garlic, little butter, and then you can just eat them right out of the shell. Kind of like, like little scallop shooters, I guess. Uh, yeah. So oh, that's awesome. I've never had them that way. There's so many good ways. You can't go wrong. I mean, they're just delicious all around. Yeah, I definitely agree. What is your favorite memory from the trip? I know you had so many. Um, you're with your family, so that's always a great time. But any notable stories or funny parts of the trip you can share with us? So I just, I feel like what's locked into my memory is just like the way they swim because I was shocked when I first saw that. That was so cool. Um, and then also uh, while we were out there, um, we found these tiny little starfish that were that almost remind me of the movie a long time ago, Aquamarine, where the mermaid has like um, little starfish earrings. And um, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. So that was definitely a really cool thing. Uh, and I've never seen them like that in the ocean. They're really tiny ones. And then just the whole experience, like finding the scallops and put it's like it's honestly kind of like an underwater, like Easter egg hunt or treasure hunt. It's so cool. Very true. And with this trip, I think you mentioned that you like to go every year. Do you have any upcoming trips in the near future and or a, a scalloping trip coming up in 2024? So we always try to at least go. Sometimes we get out there opening and sometimes we go later. And either way, I always try to book a trip. Um, and so we'll definitely be doing it again next year. Um, and also any, I definitely want to surf, uh, maybe take a surf trip. I'm hoping that my next trip can maybe be Puerto Rico or um, maybe even go to Peace River and look for some shark teeth. But scalloping will definitely be on the list. Awesome. Those sound like some awesome trips and we would love to follow along. Can you shout out your social medias? Yeah. So my Instagram is Amber Marie Lewis and any adventures or anything going on, I'm going to post on there. Great. So I'm going to, I already follow you, but I know our listeners are going to want to follow that way. They can stay tuned with all your latest and greatest adventures, whether it be surfing, diving, or even fishing. We're so glad to have you on the Above and Below podcast. We love all the information that you shared about scalloping and your family trip. And we can't wait to have you on next time. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Thanks for being on. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.